Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Buy Your Side podcast, the property podcast to help you make smarter property buying decisions. My name is Michelle, and I am the buyer's agent of Michelle May Buyer's Agent. In fact, I'm the principal. I forgot to say that. Today, we have got the wonderful James O'Brien back from Sure Financial, credit advisor slash mortgage broker, who walked us through all the different government housing schemes available in our last episode. And today, we want to talk about the New South Wales state government and announcement that they want to scrap stamp duty. So James, it's wonderful to have you back. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. Thanks for having me. So our last episode was super informative. We talked through all the different options that potential first home buyers have to get on the foot on the ladder. The latest scheme is the was the help to buy scheme that was is proposed by Labour that is now obviously in power. And we kind of left our listeners uh, on a bit of a cliffhanger, because I asked you a question and we didn't we didn't circle back uh, and talk about it, which is when you are part of that scheme, the government co-buys the property with you. So they own either 30 or 40% share of the property. And I asked you whether there was an option to buy out the government. Yeah. So now you're back. <laughs> Give us all the information. <laughs> so the, the short answer is yes, you absolutely do have that option. So the minimum stake that you can buy the government out at at any one time is a 5% share of the property. The alternative is at the, the time of sale, you're then required to pay the investment they made initially, whether it was a 30 or the 40% mm-hmm. for an existing property or 40 for a new build, plus a commensurate share of the capital gain. Excellent. So whatever share they own, plus any profit that's made, a percentage of that goes back to the government. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So I guess so, during that time frame, if you had, let's say, you'd paid off, you'd paid the government an additional 5%, mm-hmm. uh, 10% into 5% increments, uh, and the government only owned 20% of your property, mm. that's the share you'd be required to pay upon mm. Again, property selection is therefore crucial. 100%. You want to make sure that you are actually picking a property that will gain above any, you know, median price growth for that suburb. So again, make sure that you understand the difference between a good and not so good property when you when you become a part of any 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 scheme, but also when you're obviously buying for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Any transaction, whether it's investment or whether Mm. the property you live in. It's still going to be a very valuable investment yeah. Uh, when, when you go to sell it. So whether it's an owner-occupied property or an investment property, yeah, the quality of the property is key. Were there some more requirements when, when it comes to your income? So, you, you, you know, you've got your maximum, your max taxable income a year, 90K for singles, 120K for couples. Yeah. So if you actually exceed that, so if, if the home buyer's income exceeds the help-to-buy annual income threshold for two consecutive years then they're actually required to repay the government's financial contribution, either in part or whole, as they're able to, just depending mm. on the circumstances um, mm. of, the, um, of the home buyer. And I think you and I were talking about this offline a little bit. Mm. I think that's a good thing. It, it keeps yeah. us honest, right? Yeah, correct. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of it prevents the system from being rorted. So mm. it, it kind of builds in a, a safety measure there. So. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if, if you only had that qualifying criteria of, of, of that minimal income, then you could take a job that has a lower mm. income or reduce the hours of the current job you've got to meet that income threshold, mm. get the government to help you buy the, the property that you want to live in or, or what have mm. you, and then and then increase your income again. Yeah. 
Uh, so I think having that having that kind of measure in there means that the people that really need to benefit from the program will. And those that have actually, look, if you've improved your situation, your circumstances, you've got a higher income now, great. Then, you know, at a suitable time frame for you, you can then repay the government for helping yeah. you out in the first place. So I think yeah. it's, uh, I agree. I think it's a good a good kind of measure. Yeah. Either way you look at it, I think it's responsible. I think yeah. it's smart. And given that there's only 10,000 spaces a year. I mean, that sounds like a lot, but in the scheme of how many people buy properties, that's, yeah. you know, 10,000. If every single one is a genuine person, yeah. that that actually makes a difference. So, yeah, yeah. Smart, smart thinking there. But let's get on to uh, this proposal that the New South Wales State Government had has announced quite yeah. recently. Again, in an effort to lower the threshold of getting into the property market, Run us through everything. We want to hear it. Sure. So uh, currently you're required to pay a first home buyer. Well, at the moment, there is a first home buyer concession. If you're buying an owner-occupied property uh, and it's $650,000 or less mm-hmm. in New South Wales, you don't pay stamp duty. So that varies state by state. But in New South Wales, at 650000 you don't pay stamp duty. Between 650000 and 800000 it's a sliding scale. So yep. at 800000 you would pay full stamp duty. Mm-hmm. That program is currently in place. And even when the current government implements this new program, that program won't change. It'll still still remain in place. And you'll have the option of opting for the new program, utilising the old one if you're eligible for it, uh, or, or opting to pay full stamp duty. So yep. I'll, I'll explain what, the, what they're proposing so the scheme is available for any property up to 1.5 mil in New South Wales. Yeah. Currently, you would pay stamp as a first home buyer. You would pay stamp duty of approximately say four percent. Um, yeah, about sixty thousand dollars for a 1.5 million dollar property. That's a lot of money. It's huge. Mm. So yeah, I mean, it's no mean feat being able to save that amount of money. is a huge commitment. And it really adds to the upfront cost of buying a property. Absolutely. What they're proposing is that instead of paying that upfront stamp duty, you can opt to pay an annual land tax instead. Yeah. So it's your choice. As the first home buyer, if you want to pay that upfront cost so that you don't have an ongoing annual tax liability, then you can. Yeah. But if you don't have that cash saved and you want to buy the property now and you feel you'll be very comfortable just paying a smaller annual tax then you can choose that. Yeah. And what does that annual tax look like? Good question. So the, the new land tax model, it'll be rated with an annual levy of $400 plus 0.3% of the land value for an owner-occupied property. So for a property that you own, that you live in. Yeah. An investment property, it's a bit higher, cost more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the rate will be $1,500 per annum plus 1.1% of the land value a property that you own but you don't live in for an investment property. Yeah. And that is the same or will that change in time? It will. It's indexed. So the average property tax payment rises in line with average incomes. Okay. So you've got to build that into your calculations as well because I read somewhere the anticipated cost variation between the upfront stamp duty and the yearly land tax would mean that for a million-dollar purchase price – it would take 16 years of paying the yearly levy to mm. reach the same upfront stamp duty cost. So it will expectantly lead to a better outcome for those who buy their first home and want to transact into their next home faster with more flexibility. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. I've, I've read something similar. I think the the more expensive the uh, the property price, the higher the property price, mm. uh, the longer that time frame. So I think I've heard for a seven hundred thousand dollar property, it's around thirteen years. For a million okay. dollar property, yeah, more like fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. But you're exactly right. For a first home buyer that is buying into the market and they're using their first first purchase to leverage their second and they, they sell within five to ten years, absolutely. They're definitely mm. better off with the with the new system. They'd be saving money in the in the short and the long term. And so they're thinking of legislating this when? Um, later this year? Good question. Yeah, it's later this year. No exact date has been set for when it's going to be legislated. Um, the scheme is scheduled to be introduced on the 16th of January 2023. Mm-hmm. However, it hasn't been legislated yet. Once it has been legislated later this year, from that date, in between then and the 16th of January when the program comes into place, you will be required to pay the upfront stamp duty. However, okay. on the 16th of Jan, if you have paid that upfront stamp duty but you'd rather be paying the annual land tax you'll actually get a refund on the duty that you've paid. Okay. Well, that's good. That's excellent. Okay. As soon as it is legislated, people will be able to Mm. offer the program they want to go for. Unfortunately, you need to pay the money up front, but you would get get it refunded when the program kicks off in January of next year. All right. So to recap, it is for only eligible first-home buyers. Correct. The property price cannot exceed $1.5 million. Yep. And the tax rates will be indexed, but they start off with $400 plus 0.3% of the land value for owner-occupiers and $1,500 upfront plus 1.1% of the land value for investment properties. That's exactly right. From where I'm sitting, anything that helps first home buyers get on the property ladder is always worth looking at. Yep. Still very carefully, do your calculations, talk to your uh, financial advisor, talk to your broker, is this the right solution for you? But it is something that obviously is coming and you know will be implemented, introduced on the 16th of January of next year. The months are flying past, so before yeah. you know it, it'll be 2023. Absolutely. Be here in um, time. Actually, I think it's one of the, um, the best, probably most inclusive programs for first home buyers, mm. particularly in places like Sydney, where if you want to buy as a first home buyer, you know, if you're buying within that 10, 15K radius of the city, uh, it's very hard to buy anything for less than a million dollars, even an apartment. Mm. Um, and so this program helps those first home buyers get onto the ladder. So yeah. I've got umpteen amount of first home buyers that have transacted over the last few years that have not been able to get any government assistance. They have just had to save the cash. Um, yeah. The alternative is buy something for a lesser price point further out from Sydney and commute or buy it as an investment property and then you miss out on some of those those concessions. Yeah. So, so it is, it's it's pretty, it has been a little bit difficult for first-home buyers that want to buy in those locations and this, yeah, this program addresses that. You know, with the prices increasing, the property prices increases as, as much as they have done over the last number of years, Yeah. you can't, you can't make that much money at work or... Yeah. 
You know, I, I play the lottery every week, James. Just to- <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, for the longest time, for the longest okay. time, that was my career plan. Uh, oh. Lottery, and uh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm locking you in. Okay, so <laughs> next week your lottery ticket, if you win, we're sharing, and <laughs> I'll do the same. Okay? Just, okay, just just tell your wife that we just agreed on this. She'll be cool with it. Excellent. Now, for those of you who've been listening and you want to hear more, and you need some expert advice advice when it comes to getting pre-approvals and ready to buy a property. James, how do people best get in touch with you? However they see fit, feel free to give me a call, send me a text or send me an email. My mobile is 0415-391-002. My landline is 02 for Sydney and then 8045-2553. Or you can send me an email at James O'Brien, O-B-R-I-E-N, at surefinancial, S-H-O-R-E, financial.com.au. Great. Thank you so much, James. Really appreciate your time once again. I've learned a lot in the, in the last two episodes with you. And now, if you enjoyed our episodes, hit us up with a like on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you have found this podcast. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram. If you've got any questions, drop me a line at hello at buyyourside.com.au. Thank you so much for listening and until next time. 